Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the fifth Sunday of the year. Last Sunday, our reflection was focused on the Beatitude, commonly known as the Sermon of the Mount. The Sermon of the Mount. The Beatitudes are the momentous teachings of Jesus. They are radical in nature. St. Augustine describes them as the perfect standard of Christian life. Perfect standard of Christian life. They are the roadmap or the GPS, the stairway to heaven. The pilot cannot make it without the map, nor the GPS. The stranger traveling to wherever, even within here, we need the GPS to direct us to where we are going. And today we are saying the Beatitudes are the roadmap that leads to heaven. That is the type of life Jesus, our master, lived. Those are the things he stood for and died for. The blessed. This is the road to being blessed. And I think we should have the Beatitudes at our fingertip. Blessed are the poor in spirit. There is the kingdom of heaven. The meek and those that mourn, the peacemakers, the merciful, and the rest of them. A challenge to the life of the Beatitudes. A few Sundays ago, Jesus called his disciples and began to form them. Last Sunday, Jesus gave them the mission, which is the Beatitudes, the ethics of conduct, to govern their day-to-day affairs. Today, we continue our reflection with the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes begin from chapter 5 up to chapter 7 of the Gospel of Matthew. They are radical teachings of Jesus. He challenges them to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. We should be the light and be the salt. Serious challenge. The first reading today draws our attention to the fact that Christianity is not a theoretical religion devoid of good works. The Christian life is not just a collection of doctrines. Christianity stands on two legs, good works and the doctrines. The doctrines are nothing if they are not translated into good works. Therefore, the Christian life is pragmatic and practicable. We see this in the first reading, sharing food with the hungry and opening your homes to the homeless poor, 
Give clothes to those who have nothing to wear and do not refuse to help your relative, refuse to help those in dire needs. Then my favor will shine on you like the morning sun and your wounds will be quickly healed. And since a city that is built on the top of the mountain cannot be hidden, likewise, good works cannot be hidden. They give flavor and light to our society that is in their needs of good taste and the light to shine. A challenge to be the light. St. Paul stood as the light before the Corinthians. And that is why he's telling them he didn't come with flooring of speech. He came as a witness to the gospel. He stood there as the light before the people. The type of life he lived is the type of life we are challenged to live. A life that shines. Salt is a household product that is important for daily use. Unless it becomes necessary, no one eats food without salt. Salt gives flavor to food. And when Jesus is saying to us, you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. He didn't say you are like, but you are. Therefore, we must give the flavor necessary in life and give the light necessary for people to see where they are going. I would like us to look at the salt, the usage of salt in the course of time. That in Roman times, salt was used to describe the worth of persons. They used salt to describe the worth of people. They would say, people like that are the salt of the earth. When they want to describe someone of high pedigree, someone that has conducted himself very well, say, people like that are the salt of the earth. That was the greatest compliment to be given to someone. Two, salt is the purest of all things. It is used in connection with purity. Therefore, a Christian, if Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth, a Christian is called to be an example of purity. He or she is expected to uphold absolute purity in speech, conduct, thoughts, honesty, diligence, and law abiding. We are to be, to purify what is around us. Three, salt was one of the most primitive offerings to the gods. The Jewish sacrifices were offered with salt. 
one of the offerings the Jewish people used to make included salt. It shows how they highly bless salt. Number four, salt also is a means of preservative. Before the advent of refrigerators, salt was used to preserve food and meat. Back home, still have that means of preservative. The presence of the Christian upholds and preserves the Christian moral values. If that is what salt is used for, when Jesus used this compliment that you are the salt of the earth, it implies we must preserve the moral values entrusted to us. Preserve them and then hand them over to the next generation. The fifth one, which is the final one, is salt was used. The covenant of salt was between God and with those who were to serve him forever. The book of Numbers, chapter 18, verse 19, that salt was used as a covenant forever. So, the disciples of Jesus are called the salt of the earth because through them the world benefits from the lasting covenant with God. Through them the world will benefit from the lasting covenant with God. They must continually enkindle in the world the desire and the struggle for true justice and perfection and not allow humans to become satisfied with mediocrity, aspiring towards perfection. What did Jesus imply when he said, we are the salt of the earth and the light of the world? Salt gives flavor to food, and light offers visibility. Jesus insinuates that the Christian is supposed to make a difference. That the Christian must make a difference. Jesus challenges the disciples to make a difference in the society they found themselves. We must make a difference in the society we find ourselves. At baptism, we receive the light of Christ. Even as infant parents are given the light to keep this light burning until they appear to meet Christ the Master. The challenge to be the light. At baptism, we are made one with Christ. Jesus is the light, and we too are supposed to be the light. The light is to be kept burning brightly wherever the believer may find himself. Our light must be visible to dispel the darkness that surrounds us and to give, like the salt, a flavor to our society that is losing its test. A Christian in every respect Every minute, 24 hours in a day, 
seven days in a week and 30 days in a month and then 12 months in a year we are called to be the light we are called to be the salt let our passing through this life make a difference if you find yourself in an office even if it is one day you spend leave your imprint in that office wherever you find yourself you can make a whole lot of difference this is why jesus says we are the salt of the earth and the light of the world the taste and flavor we give to the people around us when we dispel all the darkness that surrounds us in this type of people we can say they are the salt of the earth and the light of the world one day a missionary began his class on jesus by saying in some by saying to some children today i want to tell you about someone whom you all must meet he is a person who cares for you even more than your own family and friends he is kinder than the kindest person you know <clears throat> he is a person who forgives you no matter how often you do wrong the missionary noticed a little boy getting more and more excited as he talked suddenly the little fellow couldn't contain himself any longer he blurted out i know the man <clears throat> you are talking about he lives on our street the man this little fellow knows live around their street she noticed he noticed the qualities the missionary presented and he said i know the man he lives close to our street what a compliment how closely does our life resemble jesus's life that somebody will say yes i know somebody that resembles jesus that jesus must be seen in us in whatever we do whatever we say to be the salt of the earth is what they are challenging a father to be in the house can you imagine that you should be the salt in the house that your children must feel you as a dad as a mom even in your office you should give good test that anyone that hears your voice should appreciate god talking to the person challenge to be the salt and the light of the world is a real challenge before all of us today it is telling us that before i open my mouth to talk i must filter what i say where i am going i must censor what I, where i am going whatever i am doing that my life should be well governed and well seasoned 
that you are not an anyhow person. You must be organized. Now the values of Jesus becomes our value. We should be like Jesus. When we be like Jesus, we become the salt of the earth and the light of the world. A parishioner came to confession to see the priest, and this priest has observed this parishioner always moody. He never smiles. It's too serious. And after the confessions, the priest says to him, his penance was to be that he should always smile. He should always smile. That was all the penance. No Hail Mary, no Our Father, no scriptural reading. But he should try at least to put a smile in first. It doesn't cost anything to smile. It's part of the saltiness. When you meet someone that is always smiling, he gives Christ to people in a troubled world that people are worried Despite the situations, we are still, there is hope, even in our hopelessness. So today, we are challenged that we must make a difference. We are called to make a difference, both in church and society, in our families, and wherever you may find yourself. Where people are, that is where you should mission, witnessing. Bringing Christ to bear to people who may not even need to say a word. Where the Christian is, there the light should be. Where the Christian is, there the saltiness should be felt. And all of us are called to be the salt and the light of the world. We are called to model ourselves. After the example of Christ, the Good Shepherd, called to be a beacon of light in a darkened world, our exemplary lifestyle should speak loud and clear. Jesus employs the imagery of salt and light to catechize us. That in our offices, as a nurse, as a doctor, I'm talking about abortion. That the woman is free to do whatever she wants to do with her body. I couldn't have been standing here if my mother was that. To go and flush me out. That she is free. Can imagine her contribution to the world. What will be your contribution? We think of. As a doctor, my hand will not be part of that. As a nurse... I won't do that. Life is a gift from God. When we are able to take decisive stance on what God wants, we become the light of the world, become the salt of the earth. Jesus is challenging all of us in our workplaces, wherever you find yourself. Let your light shine. Let my light shine. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. 
For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.